Welcome to the first podcast of The Ruck, the UCAF, getting it out there session with past and present professional players. Um, here at Chateau La Coque, uh, we have Matty Stewart, and uh, I will go around uh, eventually and get them to introduce themselves. We've got Sam Matavesi, uh, and we've also got Lewis Bean. So, uh, two army, two navy. So, um, if you could just, first of all, Matty, tell us a bit about yourself, how many caps you are, because you are a legend in the front row history at Northampton. Am I? Oh, yes, you are indeed, Oh, that's good. Uh, well, I've played uh, 169 games for the Saints, uh, 34 caps for Scotland, and quite a few times for the Army Combined Services. So, I had a, a, a long and interesting career, so I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been on the reciprocal end. And then uh, obviously that's the the past because we're the dinosaurs, and and now looking to the, uh, the 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 future and the current all stars. Uh, I'll I'll start with uh, Beanie. Yeah, uh, Lewis Bean uh, currently joined uh, like the Saints the last two years. Uh, played for the Army and the and Command Services. Um, I'm not sure how many caps I've got for both. Combine or UCAF? You, uh, you're the new, aren't you? Not the old. Uh, I think it's UCAF. I've yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I, I'm the same. Oh, same yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm not sure how many caps, but quite quite new to rugby. Um, so yeah. Okay. And and, uh, and 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 Sam yourself. Um, Sam Matavesi, uh, currently with Beanie at Northampton Saints. Uh, I think 15 caps with Fiji, and. Uh, a few for a handful for the Saints and a handful for the Navy and UCAF combined, yeah. Brilliant. So uh, that's that's the esteemed guests at the Chateau tonight. And um, it's just a, a, a free form talking about international rugby professionalism so that you can bounce uh, off ideas off of Matty from when he was... Um, he had hamstrings like violin strings. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll just talk about rugby and all things and then obviously the inter-service is coming up and then possibly uh, you two batting it out uh, at Twickenham in May. So um, I'll start with you, Matty, if I may. Going back to your, your, your professional era, when, when did you sign for Saints? Uh, well, it went professional, 1996. Yeah, I'm 23-year-old, Lance Corporal in the... Uh, PWRR back then. <laughs> the squidges. So, uh, yeah, and um, I was lucky because uh, I was playing Army Navy and Tim Robber, uh, England international at the time, was Saints current captain and I was a young lad coming through and there was a guy called Gary Pierce uh, retiring from rugby. So uh, Tim really made that connection and uh, got me got me signed for the Saints and got me two years off at which turned into 17. So, uh, <laughs> nice. it's, 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 it's a dream. Every time I see him, I, I'll say thank you very much. <laughs> and and did, did you get a, a house up here with that? Was that one big package or you got the contract? One big package, you're having a laugh, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. We, we what, just what about got get? a signing on fee. Uh, <laughs> no, but what they did do back then, they, give, they did put everyone in a house for six months. So you got your rent paid for six months while you, you sorted your stuff out and you got a, got a house or rented your own house. 
what a house full of players. Yeah. So yes. it was more like a fob. It, it was, yeah. So I had a, a guy called uh, Chris Johnson and a guy called Greavesy. So yeah, they just threw us all in and, and a young Steve Thompson at the time as well. Oh, wow. Tyler so, as well. Uh, he was a young 17-year-old pup. So uh, yeah, I had to look after him. And you taught him everything that he I knew. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah did, did you ever play against him? I did. I played in his first cap. So uh, we, we're still good buddies now. We see each other quite a lot. So uh, it was it was interesting because I, he was a he was a back rower and then he said oh, he, he was, was a back rower. He was a back rower to start with. He was rubbish at that. So then <laughs> then they they tried him at prop and he's got long legs. You can long skinny legs. So yeah. he was no good at that. So they finally uh, stuck him in a hooker and we think we done he done all right out of that. Yeah, I heard he had a bit of a banana ball. Back he then. did, but you know he, he's a World Cup winner, so can't you know, that, can you? we can't. <laughs> I can't give him too much, Dick. He'll probably kill me if he ever sees me. Because, yeah. <laughs> obviously, Sam, you, you are sort of similar, I suppose. Yeah. In that the Navy play you back row, Fiji play you a, a, a hooker. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> no, it's so I played all my rugby in the back row. My first three caps with Fiji were in the back row. Um, but I think as as the games moved on, you know, you get people like being playing, and we're all massive, <laughs> and I, I, I couldn't get in the back five anyway. It's definitely my second row. But I've only played hooker for the last like two and a two and a bit years, so I think if it wasn't for really people at the Pirates, like Alan Paver and yeah, yeah. like that, I don't think I'd, I'd be here now. Honestly, yeah, definitely, because I think I tried the transformation in Plymouth when we were being relegated. I don't know what year it was. A few years ago now, this when Plymouth from the Championship, and. As a fellow front row forward, it's it's hard, you know, when, when you're being re- when you get relegated, you're losing most most games. It's hard to learn, and I didn't have that comfort of like you know have a, have, have a few games, yeah, yeah. a week off, you know, analyze it. It was just thrown in, and it seemed to be every like mistake we made was was my fault, even though I've never played. Them. <laughs> and then a, f- a few years on, uh, signing for the Pirates, you know, having actually a bit of guidance and a bit of room to to, to operate was yeah, yeah. yeah was was massive. I think the biggest thing is they. My first game against Jersey at Hooker, I come on at half time. I think we had seven line outs and missed all seven. Went in Monday morning, I think. I was ready for the boot. And then they're like, no, nah, it's fine. You know, they understood it was my, my first game at Hooker. So I think that uh, them actually helping me and you know, believing a bit in me, it's paid off. I, I always blame the lifters. <laughs> the lifters <laughs> or the, the game. Yeah. <laughs> there was, um, we, we played the REF years ago and uh, the, um, one of the VIPs came in and he just turned around and said, all you got to do, second row, is jump high. I'm not, I'm not a second row, five foot nothing. Second row is jump high, push hard. That's all you got to do yeah. back then. But, um, if only it's yeah. 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 yeah, because obviously both you and uh, Beanie, obviously at Saints, did, did you get a, a, a pack, like a welcome package? Did they look after you? Did they put you into a fob um, first of all or... How does it all work now in the, in the professional era? I had, I because um, obviously I moved up from Cornwall midway through the season, so I was sort of quickly lent to like the academy house for just like over a week. Yeah, yeah. Until I so obviously I had to come up straight away, start training, and start getting involved. But my family are now up and we're all set. So the club for me, they put a few houses in line, said which one do I like, and then I sort of had to you know pick it and, and do the rest. But I think they helped with schools and. Or everything now. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I'm honest, yeah. That they try and make it as easy as as it can be, so the player can just focus on rugby. Yeah, they, they, they did the same for me really yeah. as well. They 
uh, they were just like, oh, do you want a house or a flat? I was just like, oh, I'll just have a flat for now. And what is it, Rebecca? Uh, <laughs> I think so. Um, she kind of does the PA and stuff like that. Um, or Bex and areas, yeah. So she kind of sat me down, said, look, we've got this, this and this. What, what do you want, really? Oh, right. And then, yeah, and then I was just like, oh, can I view this, this and this? And she, she did everything. Yeah. She's, she's really good. Uh, and and I take it the, that sort of professional era, that is part and parcel of it. Now looking after the, yeah. the players, making sure... Because I, I don't think you got that, Matty, did you, that, to that degree? No, I mean, we were all, like, professional guinea pigs, really. I mean, they didn't know what to, what to do with us. We were yeah. like, do we train in the evening, all day long? Uh, the nutrition was still nowhere to be seen. So, you know, we were... We were they, Ian, <laughs> so Ian McGeegan was, uh, <laughs> was finding his feet. And uh, the sessions were long now. I think they're a bit more intense, a bit shorter. Yeah. Uh, but we got there and, and you know, I, I still think I was very, very lucky to be involved in that particular squad because you know, we had world-class players all the way through, so I was very lucky. Yeah, and it wasn't like some unnamed sides playing huge amounts of uh, money. No, no. Well, I mean... <laughs> No, back in the day, we were the ones shelling out the money. We were like the rich club. We yeah, had yeah. like uh, Leon Bar uh, Keith Barwell, uh, and you know we were signing the big boys at the time. So you know your Gary Pagels, yeah. your Pat Lambs, and people like that really. So, so just Matty's just hit on a on a, a good thing there, and it'd be really interesting to to look at it. Training. What 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 training do you guys do? Structured wise, compared, you know, length of sessions, are they forward only sessions? Are they skill sessions? You know, what what's your week like before match day on a Saturday? Just you know, so that we us oldies can sort of go. Well, it was not like that in our time. If I talk, I'll talk for the week, and we can talk through the the, the, the days so and the dynamics <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So usually, so like as we've played Sunday. So just if we play Saturday, Sunday off. Monday is, is light, so Monday is you get all your meetings done, so yeah. that would be a forward review slash a preview. So sorry, in the morning it's a strategy meeting, so it would be attack, defence, line out, scrum, and then obviously you pick where you go. So I go to the scrum meeting, being go, we're going to the line out meeting, yeah. and that would be the, the plans for the week, what went well the week before, yeah. etc. And then there'll be a weight, you lift weights in there over an hour. Give or take. Yeah, it's not even legs. Yeah. Is, is it a leg session yeah, on a Monday? Yeah, Tailors to different players, but... Yeah. And then after that, there'll be a team meeting where the team gets announced and then we'll be out for... If it's, if it's been a tough week, it'll be Tai Chi. So Tai Chi is like um, where you walk through all the new stuff you're bringing in for the week. Yeah, yeah So yeah. it isn't done at full pace, you know, boys are just yeah, you know, yeah. played 80 minutes. So it's very low key. It's just, just trying to get all, all the detail in there. And then after that, there'll either be a rugby session or just some skills. And that's usually Monday, Monday done. Um, Tuesday is fast day. So then you do like an upper body weights. Um, another meeting, few meetings. Yeah, you have. So yeah, you go into upper body weights and you're going to uh, forwards and uh, back split. If you don't want to give anything away, cause just in case other clubs are listening, oh, no, happy with that. No, it's, 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 it's a standard. Quite, yeah, it's, it's quite a standard, I think. Yeah, transcript is just whatever. Uh, yeah, forwards and back split, and then obviously we'll talk what needs what what needs to like be worked on or what we're gonna do. Say if we're, you know playing on the weekend and things, and then from there we'll go off um, on the pitch. 
Um, we'll do normally do forwards and backs uh, split again. Yeah. Um, for however minutes. Usually about half an hour. Isn't half it? an hour. Yeah. Like hit some spotters. Uh, do some hand. Well, for us forwards anyway, hit some spotters. Do some hands. Um, and then from there we come together as a team, and it's like we like to get a. It's like a speed day. It's a yeah. high intensity. Yeah. Um, ball in play type thing. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of running. Short, short, sharp, high intensity drills. Yeah, yeah it doesn't feel short at the time. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they call it that. Yeah. Um, and then Wednesday you'd have uh, off. Um, if you've got recovery or injuries or you want to go in for more treatment, extra lifts, you'd normally go in on a Wednesday as well. Yeah. Um, if, if you don't have any of them things, then obviously you've got it off. Do, do they monitor you? They're pretty good. There's a lot of them, which is handy. And I think it is quite individually based, if that makes sense. So yeah, I think yeah. one good thing I found out of sense is if you're open with like, the SNC people and you need this or that like done or not done, they're, they're quite open to, to help you out, if that makes sense. But yeah. I think by this stage, m most people know know their body and know what they need. So mm. I think it's just to just being open and upfront with people you need to... For the S&C coaches at Saints, I will apologise now. I've got egg-free um, <laughs> muffin-type things for them. Obviously watching your cholesterol, guys. Uh, and some Bombay mix. So if they don't take it, I'll just get fatter with Matty. So, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, there's also a lot of recovery at the end of, end of the day and stuff like yeah. that. Um, Coffee. Uh, yeah, coffees. Yeah. Um, uh, Thursday is quite a full-on day for us. Um, like units, it's we normally go the the non-playing squad against the uh, the squad that's picked for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, live live scrums, live malls. Are you allowed to get a few digs in? Yeah, can do. Yeah, it can. It's, it gets I mean, pretty tasty sometimes. It's, I think it has to, doesn't it? Yeah, it has yeah. to. And it would be like pretty much like we're saying the the, the it's the, the full training there is quite intense. Yeah. So it would be if I say for instance we were Exeter this week, we'd be attacking like Exeter. And they'd be trying to defend, and then we'll flip, reverse it, and we'll be ex and they'll be Saints attacking. It's first is tough to be fair. Yeah, first is tough, tough yeah. session. And then uh, we'll come together again and do like a lot of like scenario based stuff, don't we? Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fifteen on fifteen. Um, like if the weather's bad, we you know what will we do? Like what what yeah. we're gonna do? Like Boydie normally takes that session. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he'll kind of chuck in some scenarios what he wants to cover for the weekend, but it gets quite it's quite good on a Thursday because yeah. it's quite you know com you know it's got quite a bit of contact in there and it's actual rugby if you get what I mean. Yeah. So you got all the boys that want to play are pushing the boys that are playing. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, that, well, that's those, good. Isn't it? All those boys want to want to see you know that's where they want to be. Yeah, so they they, they want to keep it there. So yeah, it's good. And to be yeah, I think then Friday's quite Friday's captain's run very short and sharp. Yeah. So if I, it's new at this club. Um, you you put on the full kit. So if you're at home, you put on the full kit, and you're you're you use the match day match day changing rooms. Yeah. And then yeah, you you'll do like a captain's run, which is very short and sharp. Yeah, a few kickoffs, a few plays. Yeah. And that's usually usually it. Yeah, if you're in the non-playing squad as well, you you've got to go in on a Friday as well. And Saturday, at the minute. <laughs> and Saturday, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's quite it's tough. We did I did wrestling last week. It was savage. <laughs> yeah, rest is good. Yeah. So not only not playing, you also get absolutely pumped as well. Yeah, is that is that doing groundwork? It's it, it's a variety. So obviously, what well, the the boys that aren't playing, so now there's quite a few boys out on loan. So the numbers are var varying. Yeah. 
So the boys are playing what they usually try. If there's a good group of you, you'll do an extra rugby session on the Friday. Yeah. So it's usually like a conditioning session, like conditioning games with a ball. Then you'll do weights after. Yeah. Obviously, if there's no numbers, you'll just you'll, you'll just do something fitness wise. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Just the the top up, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Matty, Matt, what was your week like? That was that it, that intense. It was back a little then? bit different, actually. We we used to go hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and always have Thursdays off. Yeah. And then Friday was just captain's run. So it was quite rested. I don't know if it makes a difference, but everyone used to look forward to that Thursday off. <laughs> and I suppose our contact session was probably the Wednesday when we'd go at each other. The, the, the big difference was probably the amount of staff you had because they, they, you know, there's got a lot of staff now to do different jobs and yeah. uh, analyse this, analyse that. Where we had, when we won the European Cup, we had a forwards coach, backs coach, head coach, one physio. That was it. One physio yeah. for the whole squad. Yeah, how so, long were your sessions? How, how, like how long was the training session for you guys? Minimum, really, hour and a half, two hours. So, yeah, it's long, really. Yeah, so, yeah. long, long. Yeah, so yeah. for us, with like, forwards well units and the session it'd be yeah. around about an hour hour ten that's with what everything um, yeah i think everything now is it? so everyone wears gps yeah. Every, yeah. everyone oh, no matter if, if you're for instance if you're if you're kicking with paul grayson as like a you know as a, a tuesday morning top yeah. up you're wearing gps yeah you know so you get all that data oh, it's, it's absolutely like, some lads are wearing heart, heart rates heart rate, yeah heart it's, rate, it's heart massive rate. So every player in the whole team. Right. Yeah, it, it was coming GPS. in. We didn't. I mean, yeah. the, you know, we oh, still had ruck, ruck inspectors a, back in the day. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, take a five-minute breather. Yeah. It's interesting though, because uh, you know you think you're very professional at the time, and you're putting it in, and you're, you're trying to live clean during the week. Yeah, but we did. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, our squad, we we definitely had sort of like a weekend drinking culture, without a shadow of a doubt. And, yeah. you know, we used to build up and then we used to have team socials a lot. Yeah. Well, Literally we, after a hard week, you won or lost the game. We, we used to. We had a, a nice drinking culture at Malone. Yeah. But when we had um, Henda, Paul Henderson as, as the coach, it was like, you've got to drink some fluid yeah. before you yeah. get on the, on the sauce. Yeah. And, and it very much was like yeah. that. You know, what colour is your... Is your bits coming out? Yeah, well, that's probably a bit late. I mean, we're talking... You know, I'm a bit younger than you and I. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but we, I mean, we, we were at the top of our game. You know, we were, you know, yeah, yeah. challenging for titles. And I think it helps. I think having that, it definitely helps. So I think where, you know, I think less is the weekly stuff now. It's more the socials you look forward to. Yeah. Because you can, like, we have people, plan, people plan a social... Yeah. Let's say once a month or once every six yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah. I think, you know, maybe maybe it's, it's that those sort of times have gone where it does bring everyone together, doesn't it? You know, if you can... It does, and you get to know each yeah, other. Yeah, 100%. Everyone relaxes yeah. a bit more, you know. Yeah. I think it, def- it's, it still helps. And I think yeah. most most teams now do it in pre-season. So I know quite a few teams that will go, you know, even before pre-season starts, they'll all go away. So obviously all your new signs and all go away yeah, yeah. abroad or... or you know, in England, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah have a few days on it, and then you know, that's where you get your, you know, your bonding, yeah, yeah, um, pre season, yeah, interesting. It's it's interesting, it's it's the same jigsaw piece, 
pieces, but they've just moved them around a bit, I suppose. Yeah. But is, is that the same in the, the service environment as well? You know, when you're back in your single services, do you still get that esprit de corps without going, you know, dropping anyone in the cack or anything, because I don't want to be in front of lawyers, but do you still get that esprit de corps? Is that still part part of what it's about? Because that's, that's what we've tried building into, into the UCAF, is you play, it's about the shirt, and then the guys get together afterwards. I think every, I want to, I don't want to touch. I think every cap game that I've played for, like, played for the Navy, we've we've definitely gone pretty hard after that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it has every to be, cap game, or yeah. cap game special for the, yeah. for the army or the navy. Um, I'd still say there is a big big drinking culture within, not the huge as in like, yeah. you know, but it's still you know we like to bond as a team and because there's. I don't know about the Navy, because there's a lot of players coming in all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, we've got like the Army Airs, you know, the Army Seniors, yeah. every, every, the Army Under-23s, you know, there's a lot of players about, so it is good to get to know everyone, and the best way for that is... One or two yeah. responsible beers after a training <laughs> yeah. session or a game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I, I'm not too sure, I think definitely, like... You know, I can't remember the last time I went out in midweek and had, had any. I went no. both had a beer in midweek. No, we never. No, no like not it's one. Like I think it's just yeah. Same with the yeah. even if like you know I don't <coughs> even have any at home. If you know what I mean, I think it's only it's strictly weekends if that if you do. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, it depends. Like since I've been at Northampton, like the big wins, you know that, that we'd always go out for a beer and celebrate. Yeah. Um, and like some lads would just come out and have a couple and just, just socialise the boys and be like, all right, that's me, I'm off. Yeah. Some of the youngsters maybe or, you know, the more adventurous lads would obviously go out and have a few more, but, yeah. you know, that, that's the way it's been. Do, do, do the um, supporters, I mean, obviously, Massey, they, they knew that you were Army Combined Service Legend Scotland. Do, do the supporters now know that you, you, your service still serving servicemen and um and do you ever get any positiveness from you know pat on the back well done guys we appreciate what you do type stuff from yeah i, I, I think so i think uh there's people that are based at i think we're at cold Rose who are from Northampton support Northampton so they were quite happy when, <laughs> when, I, when I signed up here no i i think they do 100 percent. i think you only have to sort of Look at Army Navy to, to see. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I've never watched it before, but you know, I've professed my plate. You, you don't understand how how big and you know, how, how incredible it is. And I think for, for a, a you know amateur teams to fill out Tickenham is oh, it, is, it is amazing. I think yeah, it is huge. Cause I I remember watching Army Navy before I'd even started playing rugby, thinking, look at these players playing professional rugby, yeah. and I was thinking, Jesus wow. Christ. Mm. What, what, how good it would be to play That's here. Good. I mean, it, it, it's it's good because Northampton, obviously, the Saints has got a wonderful tie-in with yeah. and history with with servicemen. You know, obviously, we haven't got any troops in Northampton now. That's all houses. But you know, going back from your day, Matty, the poachers were here, weren't they? Was it the poachers that were? No, they'd gone there. They'd gone they'd by gone then, had they? Yeah. But Northampton's always had a, a good affiliation with the armed forces, basically, really. Tim Robert before me, and there was a few others, so... And then obviously, there's the moves. Edgar, 
egg mobs moves mobs there's a there's a committee down at, at the club that actually go and um look look for ties don't they for people who are you know like you know like world war one and yes. veterans who are you know playing rugby they go back and they look at their rugby history and see what ties have had to northampton mm-hmm. you know the rugby club and things like yeah. that so. god i didn't know that i think yeah. also like um being at a club uh tom wood alex waller yeah, yeah. quite a few of the boys have you know are very interested you know in the armed forces is woodsy you know. woodsy and and what oh, massive massively yeah I wonder, I wonder if they'd like to become ambassadors then for for ucaf I think that they probably love it. Honestly. Always on a freebie. Yeah, no, they, they yeah, they're. And, and I think you know, more, yeah. a bit more. But yeah, so it's 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 always there. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that would be um an interesting avenue to 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 go down. Um, I, I just want to touch on on uh, one thing. Obviously, Sam, you got into the the press um, when you came back from the World Cup and, and yes. talk about the World Cup um, later. But did you ever get your <coughs> kit back? Nah, all all got stolen in uh, London. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, um, I've, so I, I was in Toulouse for like the last three months of last season. Yeah, three on um, three or four months. So we Toulouse ended up winning the top fourteen. So I come back for five days and I flew to Fiji for four months. So two months pre two yeah. months World Cup. So I haven't seen my wife for about six seven months. So I said to her, I'm, I'm coming in. Um, you know, we'll you know, if you get me from Heathrow, we'll. Uh, Get a hotel in London. Kids stayed at her her parents, and we you know we have a nice weekend in London. Some quality time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I literally landed. I went on uh, Booking dot com and booked not quite a nice hotel in Shoreditch. Yeah. First time I've ever been in Shoreditch. Been around the area. So got get to the hotel now. Um, this is like even evening. So we've gone through a lot of tra- like London traffic. Get to the hotel and you know obviously there's no parking. It's a yeah. Central London Hotel. So, oh, excuse me. Uh, so then, like, me and Mrs. We um, called the hotel, Rugby Park. They actually said, oh, you know, there's a there's a car park near, head to the car park. Underground car park. I look at it, £60 a day to park there. Oh, man. So I was, I was like, oh, this isn't ideal. But I haven't seen Mrs. in six months. I thought, I'll bite the bullet. I'll, I'll, I'll Put that on expenses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then literally, so what, this is the Friday. I want to say, I woke up Saturday, went went and look around London, get back to the car at about five, underground, and yeah, got to the car and I was like, something's a bit right here, bit of bit of glass on the floor. Looked in the car and also had two massive Fijian like suitcases. One was in the boot that you couldn't see. One was in the back seat. It's so big. Yeah, yeah. Both gone. Was that was that your post World Cup? So that's stuff. Every, that's everything for like the last four months. Medal, World Cup medals? World Cup medal, World Cup hat, um, every every match shirt, including... Your joke. Yeah, yeah, I promise you, wear, like, the Wales shirt. Um, I, was, I was quite smart. So um, during the World Cup, obviously, kickers and hookers get like, get a ball first. Yeah. So you get so many balls to like you know, train with during the week. But during a match, like a match day, you, you get like six or eight balls that are all embroidered. So being, oh. the, being the smart man I am, I, I managed to take... I think I had three balls, Uruguay, Australia and Wales. So I wanted to give to my son. So yeah, I, yeah. I deflated them all, put them in a the bag, and that I was like, here you go, here's three World Cup. Uh, everything's gone. That's well, everything. Well, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there um, to the wider community. Uh, I, I know what I would have wanted to do, and you most yeah. probably wanted to do, and from a legal context, <laughs> not allowed to say that. But if anybody in the London area 
um, knows anybody that is walking around with the stash from Sam that, that you know, went onto the battlefield and earned that at a World Cup. All of us at UCAF Rugby, men, women, under 23s, sponsors, supporters, past members, we would really appreciate uh, any news. Just put it on the Facebook page um, because I, I think there should be a, a, a campaign. You know, this is a serviceman that, that, that serves his country uh, and somebody, for whatever reason, has stolen his kit. So if you, you, you've got an ounce of decency, let us know um, and we can try and get that stuff back to Sam because uh, I think that's huge, hugely, hugely important Thank myself. You. Thank you. So, um, Beanie, have you ever had any stuff stolen in Northampton? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, not all. Not quite as impressive as that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I've got a ball from Japan if you want. No, no, uh, <laughs> the people, people have been amazing. Like, so, um, obviously, I went out with my brother and my uncle. I've got to be my friends came out, luckily yeah. enough. So, like, you get given so much kit. So, like, before I left, you know, you only need like a for training short socks and t-shirts and vests. Yeah. So I gave loads of stuff away, like, like luckily. But when you come back, people are like, oh, do you want it back? Do you want it? And I was like, I can't really walk around Campbell in my Fiji jacket and tracksuit <laughs> on. So it's not, it's, also, it's not the kit that is, is what I want, is the, it's the shirts and yeah. know, th those, those are the things, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Matty, have you, have you ever crossed. had any, any, any stuffs? I know, I know we've all, and I'm <coughs> going to put my hand up, you know, we've all borrowed service stash um i used to put the socks in my boots and put them in my bag with shorts in there um i do apologize uh, mick connolly um for any missing kit. Yeah, it's, yeah, back Come in the day it was it was the only way that you could get the stash was by borrowing it um but did you ever get any of your stuff no but razzed? i mean you know it's amazing that uh, you know sounds played in a world cup because the World Cup I was going to be playing in, I was, I was injured for. So yeah. I was, that was going to be the 99 World Cup. So yeah, what a great honour that is to play in a World Cup. Yeah. So uh, it's a bit gutting that that happened. But you still got the memories. No, of course, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's good. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just sad when, you know... Well, I'm not even going to go on There's a lot of toe rags around. Yeah, there, there are. Trees. And I'll end up dropping myself in the cack. And, and I know what I'd like to do with them. But I can't even say because I'll end up bringing people into disrepute. So I'm not going to do that. Um, obviously, you guys started your professional career. Well, obviously, you were down at, at Pirates. Yep. And... and Beanie, where were you before Saints? Uh, I was at Mosley and uh, Worcester on like a dual contract thing. So I did a year at Mosley, then went to Worcester. Um, was still playing for Mosley as well. All right. Uh, and then from there, came to Saints. But but both still fairly young compared to um, Matty and myself. Well, we are a bit old, grey and bald between us. Um, you know, so what? What's the the future for for you guys? Obviously, don't talk about next season. Do you see a professional? Where do you see you going on on the professional era? Um, I'm, I'm just just don't know grafting really. Keep keep going and see how much of a better rugby player I can get. Really, I never thought I'd get this far. Um, I never thought I'd play in army navy. You know what I mean, and then 
look at the like journey it's took me on. So I'm just enjoying it at Saints. I'm learning a lot of Saints, and um, you know, it's just hope to just just keep growing and as a player. And well, I hope you don't keep growing because we won't be able to <laughs> we won't be able to compete in the lineups when you keep growing. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Yes, yeah, uh, uh, um, very much like Beanie. I, you know, I want to play as much as I can, um, and then hope, hoping the stuff of Fiji, you know, carries on. Uh, they have a new head coach. Fiji captain one day. I don't know about that. It's it's a, it's a tough one. Um, I think you know I've played in the last six seven games, so you know, hope I, I can try and keep this shirt is is the biggest thing. And they've got a new head coach in Veron Cotter. Used to coach Scotland, yeah. So it's it's, it's a massive step forward for for Fiji. Um, this that, that's nothing on John McKee, who you know who picked me previous. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it's exciting. exciting. Good relation with Fer, relationship with Fern. Uh, yeah. It's, I to be fair, I've you know everyone's. I think has been asked you know for their contact details and where they're playing, what they're doing. So. No, because all I'm coming from. We'll see. We'll I, see. I know. I know you've got the uh, autumn internationals against Wales. Yeah. Uh, on the seventh, and then the next game is the fourteenth. Yeah. How big a squad are you bringing over? It would be pretty similar to World Cup, I think. Maybe at thirty players, thirty-one. So, I mean, you don't have to answer this, but I mean, Fern, if you're listening, um, UCAF Rugby, what an opportunity to play us on the eleventh of the eleventh, Remembrance Day, yeah. uh, midweek game for your midweek guys. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I'm just throwing it out there. Let's do it. Because that's the sort of thing that I would do. Um, yeah, no, joke, joking apart, you know, one of the things that, that Soapy, um, going back, you know, when, when you were playing Matty for CS, you know, we used to play the, the top sides and the professional era has, has changed that dynamic. But I think that we're in a place now where that we'd be able to compete with a midweek side. Mm. And, um, you know... What a, what a wonderful opportunity that would be on Remembrance Day, on the 11th of the 11th, to, to get a game against uh, yeah. the Dirt Trackers, as we used to call them, let's the midweek it, players. Let's, let's do it, yes. Let's make it happen. Well, Fern, all I'm saying is, speak to Sam. He's got my number. Let's let's make this happen. I should work for Eddie Hearn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I tell you, I mean, Matty... The guys have got their aspirations, you know, making themselves better, better players. I'd just like to touch on you, when you were coming to the end of, of your rugby career, then, then obviously you moved into coaching, and we had a few little, uh, tit, not tit-a-tats, but we were on either dugout against each other. What's happened to your journey since, since you stopped playing? What, what have you done? Because when you leave the services or, or you stop playing, they are huge cliffhangers for people, you know, and some people don't know where they're going to go and what they're going to do. Yeah, so I was, you know, I've been very lucky that I, I always knew I was going to probably do my 22. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to get into coaching the armed forces because Army, Navy, all the trips we go on, uh, the World Cup was just coming in then. So I was always going to do that, but, when it was actually retirement time, and I, you know, the transition, it is difficult. But I was lucky that I had a business on the go. <clears throat> you know, I, you know, I was in, I had a property, I had, so it was the transition wasn't so bad. But, you know, if you haven't got that in place, it's very difficult. So you do, I even see some of my old mates struggling now. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, I think you just have you have to be able to you know ask for help if you need it. No, no, sound, sound advice, and uh, obviously um, one of our one of our um, charity that we that UCAF involved in is Safa, and uh, that they do a you know I know that they do a fantastic job. Uh, you you guys most probably know servicemen that they've most probably helped, um, but yeah, but what about business? So you you were, you were coaching. Who, who have you coached since? I've basically the coached the clubs I played for. So when I was a young pup in Canterbury, I played for Canterbury Colts. Yep. Played against Blackheath Colts and, you know, the head coach was there. He said, fancy coming down to London and playing there. Uh, so I've done really done that and, you know, Army and Combined Services coaching. So I never wanted to do it as a full-time job, but I did enjoy the seven years I was driving down the motorway <laughs> twice, three times a week. <laughs> so, uh, but it's great because, you know, you do get to, you know, improve players and you can pass yeah. on your experience. So, but no, I just enjoy it. I, I go to most games now. So I enjoy having a beer watching these guys do it. Yeah. And, and business, what, what, are you, what are you doing now? I'm very lucky. I've got, I've got a clothing business. Uh, which we do embroidery, printing, workwear, and my, and my wife, uh, she runs a, a kids' nursery. She's got a kids' nursery, so yeah, yeah. It, it's it. We work hard, but you know you get the rewards with that, just yeah, like yeah. you do on a rugby pitch. No, 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 totally. So, so there you go. Get your coaching qualifications, there you go. Yeah. and uh, everything else is is rosy, as they say. Um, Army Navy game cool. coming up into services. Obviously, the RAF. On Wednesday, are playing the French Air Force uh, down at Saris. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to go and, and, and watch that one. No. I'll, give you, <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes because I'm going to yeah. go down um, in La Crunch. But obviously, inter-services coming up. What's your, your thoughts on uh, on where you're going with that? Yeah, I think you know we're every year. Obviously, our aspiration is. To win it, I thought last year we gave a lot better account of ourselves. You know, beating the RAF convincingly, and then coming on stuck against the against the army. Um, yeah, we I think we've got to be a lot smarter against the army. You know, um, in terms of we, we, we're going to get a few shots at you know scoring and, and making it work. And I think we've got to be better you know, at doing that. Um, I think we've got to be more prepared. We're not going to have the ball for. A lot of the game, like mm. last time. So I think there's there's so many things that are currently, you know, up for discussion. I think I think how they prepare in the next obviously few weeks is going to be key for both teams. But yeah, I think to be fair, there's there's some good players coming through, good young players. So a bit of X factor will definitely be needed for us. I think. Yeah. Or not? No, I think uh, me personally, I think the army team is going for a bit of a transition. Uh, obviously, with the new head coach Bernard Bernard. Obviously, taking the reins of uh, Sanger, um, is obviously bringing new players in and uh, a, you know playing style and things like that. So I think we've got a lot of growing and developing to do. But you know, I think we obviously everyone wants to win. And I think we will win. But um, it's just, it's just <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it is massive. The Tyson Wilder face up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in there with massive. I mean, like we're not. None of us have mentioned the RAF here, really, about talking about the RAF, because they're getting better, but it, Army Navy is a big one. Have you played against Josh yet? Josh? Yeah, a few times, yeah. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, because he's, he's, going, he's going well yeah. on the track down, down there at Bath. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. Doing well. Got a try the other week, didn't he, yeah. against 
Munster. No, he's a real good lad. Yeah. Um, big strong lad. He's, he's a good player. Mm. Um, I don't I don't know what it is with the with the RAF. Obviously, we're not in the mix, but I, I don't know what I don't know if they invest in rugby like the navy and the army do, as in like letting players go. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. No. Um, but maybe yeah, we don't want to get into that that politics. Yeah. But I um. All I can say is I, I wish all three sides. Uh, I don't wear my colour to a master. I'm purple um, through and through now. And all I want to see is the, the best side out of the free win. Um, I think it, it certainly helps. I've been just said then, you know, um, you know if you, if when, when you come to camp, if you have been playing, playing here, if you have Semesi playing at Bath, uh, Bonadale playing at Leicester, and all these pe- people in the championship, you know, if you have... You can bring in five or six players that are at a level yeah. that it, it just helps the team. It's it's, it's it's massive, and I think he'll vouch for that. I think yeah, you know, the, the, especially with the navy as we speak now, the navy are on. I think on the right track. I think they missed a trick with Jared Haler. I think he could have got got definitely got something. You know, championship or premiership, if it if it was pushed. I think if we are gonna beat the army in years to come and the RAF and the RAF. Sorry, we. <laughs> We have to get players playing as high as we can. I know, like you know, you're a sailor first. You know, you and this, that, that is massive. Yeah, but yeah. if you have good players that can play the level, I think we should, you know, as a armed forces, we should definitely push for that. If that makes sense. Yeah, no. I think it's good for the forces in general. Having people yeah. going off and and doing the pursuing these kind of careers. Well, well, Matty had seventeen years of it. Yeah, that's. Very smart. <laughs> well, I, I mean, nine of them was playing, and then the rest was obviously coaching. And yeah, yeah I can't say I got my green kit back on, but uh, but I mean, for me, it was the biggest game of the year for me. Even yeah. playing internationals, the Army Navy back then, and still is now. Obviously, it was massive for me, and always look forward to it. It was always a very, I mean, one of the toughest games you're ever going to play. You know, everyone is up for that. Yeah. And you know it's got so much history, uh, and it, if you play a part of that, then you've you've been part of that history. Well, that's why it, I, I know that we're very blue and red here tonight. Um, but I'm I'm glad that, that the RAF have gone back to Gloucester because <coughs> yeah. when we were playing, it 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 was Gloucester. You know that that's where the art that was the home for the RAF. So I'm I'm, I'm glad that history's and they they have turned the army over. Yeah, a couple of times, which never used to happen. You know, even come to Aldershot and turn us over there. So yeah, you know, they're obviously doing something right. Of course, yeah, they definitely are. My first two games against them, we lost. So my first two games against the Navy, I lost as well. I'll never forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Before your time, mate. Before my time, (laughs) I've got one scout. I've got one, yeah, one, one, one of your scouts, and a few bruises still. It's good, but I said like as soon as I signed at Saints and you know I got a week in, everyone that I was friends with, sorry, everyone I was friends with the Navy, were like, oh, how's Bean? What's Bean like? Is he this? Is he that? Like straight straight away. So it's it's, yeah, it's massive. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, guys, uh, I'd just like to say thank you very much um, for being for being uh, kind to give you your your valuable time up, your family time. Um, to come to, to Chateau Le Coq, uh, and um, that's what it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a picture somewhere. It was in France. But it was a place called Le, Le Coq, and it was like that. And that's the name of our house from now on. Um, I, I can't wait to to hopefully see you back in in UCAF colours. Obviously, um, 
in November. Uh, obviously, that might not be uh, uh, possible with yourself, Sam, because of um, Fiji. But but Lewis, uh, Beanie, I'd love. Uh, obviously, I don't know who the the what what's Lee or who will pick, but I'm hoping that we get the best side out, and I'm I'm hoping that Fiji pick up the mantle. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely ask a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the the so gauntlet's been thrown, I'll thrown ask, out I'll there. Ask a question. Um, but no, it, it is really, really good to see service men and women that are, are representing the services at that higher elite um, level. And, and, it, and, it, and Matty, um, legend that you are, um, and I, I don't say that lightly, I, I mean that you are, uh, you know, rugby circles, military combined service UCAF you, you are a legend of, of, of the game uh, and you know I, I've known many Thank a God. young many a young prop but you know I've sent them down to you for, for a little bit of one to one in um, thank you all for your time uh, S&C coach at Saints they've kept away from the cakes <laughs> so uh, I'd just like to uh, finish now by saying that any comments that have uh, been made by myself, uh, the, the guests tonight, aren't representative of the uh, UK military. There are individual thoughts. Uh, and um, if anybody has any problems with that, well, I apologise on behalf of the Ruck. Uh, next time, I'm hoping to interview uh, and talk about the women's game and where it, it, that is going. Uh, as it builds up towards the Women's World Cup next year and we get hopefully some uh, combined service UCAF players representing the nations out in New Zealand. Um, so that should be in about six weeks' time. So to all our sponsors, all our supporters, uh, and more importantly, all the players that, that put their bodies on the line week in, week out, uh, I'd like to say good night and uh, safe, safe times in these rough weathers, uh, either driving, moving around or on the rugby pitch.